Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. The time of this recording, I am just getting home from my first trip since the pandemic began. I went on a trip, airplane and all, which I was a little bit nervous about, but quickly got over it to meet with my coach and mastermind colleagues. If you're not familiar with a mastermind, it's essentially a group that gets together to focus on a particular goal led by a coach or expert. And so my mastermind is six months long and it started with a two-day event where we created our long-term business plans. And so that is really exciting because there will be so many new things coming um, just to up-level my company, to help my clients in even a bigger way than I currently am, both in the next few months and long-term over the next few years. So this mastermind was all about creating those long-term goals for my business. And then we will get together weekly over the next six months to really discuss our progress and so that I can get coached where I need it as well. So it's just really an amazing container for people to come together to work toward their individual goals together. It just creates a level of commitment that you don't get when you try to go it alone. And that is what this episode is all about, goal commitment, how to create so much commitment toward your goals that they create inevitable success. So my coaching program is all about goals. You've heard me talk about it before. We measure and evaluate progress. We take action, continue to evaluate until your goals are met. And you hear me talking about my client results and how all of my clients have exceeded their original goals. And I'm really proud to say that. And that is partly because of the coaching process and the specific tools and systems that I have that I help my clients with. But it's also because of the commitment that my clients have, right? I can have the greatest process and tools in the world. But if my clients aren't actually doing the work, then they're not going to get their results. They have to be committed to the process, the process of coaching, the process of following the tools, the process of the the process <laughs> that I teach them, right? So sometimes we think that it's just a willpower thing or something that if we were just better at, we could stick to. But this really applies to any goal. I just coached a client recently on her commitment to a health and wellness goal that she had. We talked about the emotional change cycle that occurs when we create goals, and I'm going to share that with you here today. And this also comes up, this goal commitment issue, (laughs) when you're searching for a job, when say you decide it's time to move on, but then you have a good day with your boss or you finally get a good job and some recognition for something that you did. And then you start to question if you really need to change jobs after all. And years ago, I was in that same cycle. This can also happen with new teams. 
if say you are part of a reorganization and you get put into a new a new team or maybe you go to a new company and have a new team it all seems great at first but then you hit some bumps in the road and you may just decide oh this wasn't the best place for me at all maybe i shouldn't have stayed with this company, maybe I shouldn't have joined this company, and you kind of start to question whether or not you made a good decision and kind of your commitment to being successful. So creating commitment to your goals is a surefire way to ensure that your success is inevitable, but it's easier said than done, right? Especially when our brains get in the way. So first, I'm going to tell you why you start out really focused and committed on your goals. And then part way through, you start questioning why you started the goal to begin with and if you even need it. So the emotional cycle of change model was developed by Don Kelly and Daryl Connor and is well established in the field of psychology. What this model tells us is that there are five stages that all of us as humans go through whenever we embark on a big change in our life. So if you're trying a new fitness regimen or maybe a new diet, if you're working with a new team, if you change jobs, if you want to start a new company, we all go through these five stages. So knowing these five stages and being aware of them will help you create commitment because when you start to question yourself, and you will, you will know that this is completely normal and can even expect and anticipate that your brain is going to play these tricks on you. So let's dive right in to the five stages. The first stage is uninformed optimism. So this is when you're excited to start on your goal. You're laying out all of the things you need to do to get from point A to point B. You're full of positive thoughts and optimism. You're motivated and feel like your goal is as good as done. The second stage is informed pessimism. So at this stage, You're now in your goal, maybe for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months, and you're making some progress, but you're starting to feel some negativity come in. You didn't anticipate how you'd feel making these changes. You're getting frustrated. You had some obstacles you weren't aware of, and you're wondering why you even started this goal to begin with. In fact, you may be convinced that you were outright delirious, that maybe you had too much wine when you thought this up, or you were just like out of your mind when you decided to do this. Like, who are you to think that you can do this goal, right? What were you thinking? And at this stage, this is where a lot of our goals go to die, okay? So a lot of people don't get past this stage. They start out excited for their goal, then they hit these roadblocks, they convince themselves they don't need it, and they just give up or pivot to another goal or just end it all together. So the third stage is hopeful realism. So if you push through the second stage, your pessimism will start to decline. You may still feel some frustration, maybe not very happy with some certain aspects or areas you're sacrificing for your bigger goal, but you have a good idea and a more realistic idea of what it's actually going to take to achieve it, and you're feeling hopeful that you can get there. Now, the fourth stage is informed optimism. So this is where you're starting to feel more confident. You've pushed through some of the obstacles, and you're assured again that your goal was a good decision, and you can actually make it happen. 
And then the fifth and final stage is completion. Success, you did it, you reached your goal, you worked through the tough stuff and you're ready to celebrate. So you see with these five stages, most people quit between stage two and three. They start questioning themselves and convincing themselves that the goal was never realistic to begin with, that they don't really need the goal, that they were silly for even thinking of it. But really, what it is, is it's just your brain trying to keep you safe, trying to make things easier for you. That is your brain's job. Way back in the day, us humans needed to conserve energy. We needed to make things as easy as possible. But we've evolved and we don't have the same threats that our ancestors did. Now, that doesn't change the fact that our brains are still wired to keep us safe, to make things efficient, and to seek pleasure. This is called the motivation triad. So when you're in the thick of a brand new, hairy, audacious goal, trying to do something you've never done before or you find yourself in a whole new environment, it's no wonder that your brain has a bit of a temper tantrum. This is exactly why I am in my own coaching group, because I have a lot of big goals for myself, and I know that my brain will behave this way. So having a group of others working through something similar and having a coach that can make observations about my own thinking and my own mind drama helps me create inevitable success. Because I have this knowledge and awareness. I am an expert in this field. I know that this is how my brain works. But like I've said before, your brain can't solve your brain's problems. So if your brain is really good at convincing you not to go really big, to not do those amazing things that you have the potential to do in your life, if your brain is really good at convincing you to stay small, then that is where coaching comes in to really help you stop that self-sabotage cycle and to do things that are scary and hard and that your brain is just going to tell you you don't need. And this is the same for my clients. Having someone see your thinking to hold you accountable, to observe when your actions or thinking suddenly change, and to help you see what is happening, to help you avoid that cycle, creates commitment. Not just an accountability, but in the investment that you make in yourself, that helps you create inevitable success. It's like you have all of these things in your favor. You have the awareness. You have someone you're meeting with that is showing you showing you your brain and your thinking. And you, then you have the financial investment and the time investment that you made to make this goal happen. Okay. So you know the emotional change cycle. You know that when you make big goals, your brain is going to freak out and you know how to spot it. So now when you're starting a goal, there are two questions I want you to ask yourself. And this is just going to take your understanding and your commitment to another level to help you be successful on your own as much as possible, okay? So the first question is on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to this goal? Now, one is you're just not committed at all. You're just doing it because you think you have to or you think that you should. And 10 would be you're all in and nothing is going to stop you. Then I want you to ask yourself why you rated it that number. So if you rated your commitment a five, why is it a five? Then ask yourself what would make it a 10? What would you need to think, feel, do to be a 10 out of 10 on your commitment? Then do that. 
Commitment is an area that a lot of you struggle with. You might think that you don't, but most of us approach goals as we want it and we'll try it and we'll see if it works. And if it works out, great. And if not, then it's just not meant to be. And that isn't real commitment. Commitment is you're going to be okay with failing. You're going to look for ways that you didn't think of to make your goal happen. You're going to overcome the obstacles and do what it takes to make your goal a reality. It means you might feel some feelings that you don't like and get way out of your comfort zone when things don't work out the first time and you have to rethink your plan. Commitment, true commitment, is what is going to keep you from giving up and keep you trying and pushing through those super uncomfortable moments. Okay. Now I want you to ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how much do you believe that you can achieve this goal? Just like with commitment, ask yourself why you rated it the number you did and what would make it a 10 and then work on that. And belief is tricky. Belief and self-confidence go hand in hand to me. But what I find is a lot of you believe that you can achieve goals, but don't have self-confidence. So self-confidence is believing that you can achieve something you haven't achieved yet. Whereas many of you believe in yourself to achieve a goal based on your achievement of prior goals, because you already have the evidence that you can do it. So do you hear that distinction? So when you answer this question, I want you to think of this particular goal that you're looking at, something that you have not done before, that you don't have evidence that you can do yet. This is where you may get stuck. So dig really deep on that and come up with an honest number. Okay, there you have it. Those are the three parts to creating inevitable success. Understand the change cycle so that you can anticipate it and plan for it. Know where your commitment is and create a plan to make it a 10. Know where your belief in yourself is and make it a plan to create, to make it a 10. So if you are committed ahead of time, if you believe you can do it and understand that you will question yourself and it will be hard, that you may fail on the way, but you still have that commitment and belief in check, you will create inevitable success. Anything you want to create is available to you. This information is so life-changing for people. We get so stuck in thinking things are supposed to be easier, that if it was meant to be, it wouldn't be so hard, that there's something wrong with us. But really, it's just that your brain is sometimes a jerk. And to do big things, you have to be uncomfortable. You have to push through that discomfort and have your own back along the way. You have to commit and decide that no matter what, you're going to make it happen and be okay with feeling uncomfortable feelings like fear, humiliation, scarcity, anxiety. Instead, what we often do is we try to numb ourselves or distract ourselves from feeling those things with Netflix or drinking or food or shopping. But pushing through and feeling those feelings, deciding to move forward anyway, that is where your success story is. No good book or movie is just the person went from point A to point B seamlessly with a cheerleading squad by their side. No. (laughs) Sorry to break it to you. (laughs) 
there's always failures, triumphs, that OMG, another failure, people drama, people aren't by your side when you think they're going to, they're making things harder. And then there's the final perseverance at the end. So be okay with making your own hero story and expect it to be messy. Then inevitable success is yours. Okay, that is all for this week's episode. If you have a big goal in mind and want to guarantee it happens and that your brain won't sabotage you, I can help you. This is exactly what I work with my clients on and the process that I have is tried and proven to work. It will work for you too. So if you're ready, go to melissamlawrence.com to learn more and apply for coaching. I will put a link in the show notes. Have a wonderful week.